Welcome to episode 562 of the Leak House Podcast. I am Nick Cooper. Joining me is Aiden Rockarts. Hey, how's it going? And Colton Sweat. Hello. Hello, everybody. Um, hey, on this week, we're going to uh, read one new patron name. Um, we've got a little bit of Leak House news. We're going to discuss uh, ad nauseum. Uh, our thoughts on the new season so far. Uh, we'll hear from our friends at Audible. And then probably jump all the way to uh well maybe we'll do the audible read before we discuss and then we'll go yeah, to, yeah. to nordvpn close it out with roundtable and emails from last week um as well as some new ones aiden how was your week buddy mine was good i played a lot of pokemon uh it came out on friday and i've been playing it nonstop since all right what it's, do you think <laughs> it's one of the shittiest performing ugliest looking boring story games that is one of my favorite games i've played in this year mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> um dude it's so much fucking fun it's crazy um it's insane that a game can just run this sh sh like poorly look like the look this shitty the story is still a fucking boring shitty pokemon game and i'm still just i want to play it every waking moment <laughs> that's awesome you hmm. know it, it's sick uh, it, it, it's, it really it's a, speaks to like the core gameplay loop of pokemon that it still does that I, I feel like we see the opposite so often with like big budget AAA games that it's mm -hmm. just like, yeah, it runs great. It looks beautiful, but it's just not fun to play. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then and Pokemon's just, like, fuck it. This isn't to say that hey, they they should they should get away with making a shit garbage game. It's embarrassing that they can release a game that like runs like yeah. this and looks like this. Especially like people are like trying to blame the Switch hardware, man. Fucking Breath of the Wild came out six mm -hmm. years ago or five yep. years ago. Five years that. ago. I was literally going to say that as uh, as a comparison. And, and it, it Breath of the Wild way is like better and it runs way better. Yeah, one of the most like visually impressive games i think that the switch possibly has and it mm -hmm. I, I don't think i ever ran into like a single issue that i would say you know it is a switch game that's all right yeah no it's crazy so it's not not to excuse that i just think it's one of those things where pokemon as an open world game is exactly how it should be made it is just engrossing how much fun it is to play um so mm -hmm. I'm, I'm still doing that i'm trying to get the entire pokedex done um it's it's really fun though it's, it's a good game overall uh minus all the technical things that are embarrassing about it but I, yeah. i've been fucking just loving it um it, nice. i haven't like picked up god of war since because i've been really so much yeah wow so you're, you're trying to like capture every pokemon or just see every pokemon yeah capture pokedex. i'm at 310 out of 400 right now jesus nice. that's not bad yeah, it's not I, and those are like are those only Pokemon exclusive to Scarlet and Violet? Yeah, uh, well, there's some that aren't, but like there's like a hundred new or like eighty new ones, something like that. Um, okay. Then they bring back like a bunch, which is another whole point of contention. Is like, why don't they just bring back all of them? Which I don't mm -hmm. think is that big of a deal, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> I but either way, it's been fun. Yeah, I, is have you put a lot of time into it? Because like I, I'm thinking back to Pokemon Gold, which is the last one I properly played. And I feel like it took ages. Like you, if you're going through like a grass biome, you'd just get the same two Pokemon over and over and over and over again. Like, 
So I, I put in like 20 hours, but it's one of those things where at this point, because it's an open world game where you literally see every single Pokemon just walking around, it's very easy to like just pick and choose the ones you need. You just run through everything until. Oh, okay. Up, so right? you don't have to spend like six hours running through the grass at nighttime to no, hope. No, you just can see them, which is sick. <laughs> Thank God. That's it's, awesome. It's, it's so annoying. It's, it's just, it's exactly how it should be played, I think. But uh, it just needs to not run like fucking dog shit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but I'm having so much fun with that. I'm also having fun with God of War, but I need to finish that. Uh, I'll finish that maybe like next weekend or something like that. But, cool. Um, too many games, man. Uh, and then also, what's the, there's one more thing I wanted to send, uh, say. Fuck. Oh, no. Um, I, I, I lost it. Was it oh, about your thieves. dog? No, Let's Sea of Thieves. Thieves. <laughs> uh, the Sea of Thieves update came out uh, today, and I really want to fucking try it. It's like fully PvP focused, so I'm like super fucking excited. That game is so good when it's good, man. Um, and it's funny because the good parts of that game, in my opinion, are nothing to do with like the game, all the work they put into it, right? Yeah. Because and it's dude, the Sea of Thieves is such a fucking beautiful game. It's a game where it's a pirate game, and there's tons of quests that you do to get loot and shit, and it's also a pirate game, so you can steal other people's loot. So I only enjoy stealing other people's loot. I don't enjoy doing the quests myself, but my enjoyment comes from other people doing it. So therefore the quests that I don't give a shit about have to be good enough to make other people want to do them. Dude, it's, it's such a beautiful, like, like people are, people want PVP servers for that game. So like you can't, you can go on a PVE server and only just do the questing and shit. But like the whole beautiful point of the game is like you first to steal someone's loot you need someone else to be doing this that things right and it, oh, mm-hmm. dude, it, oh i love it dude it's, it's one of my favorite games like conceptually mm-hmm. ever <laughs> it's like in order to play 80 carry there needs to be somebody playing support to help you <laughs> there has yeah, to be man. someone playing top lane there has to be someone playing top lane otherwise i can't enjoy the parts of the game that i like Anyways, that's enough about me like going on. I'm just super excited because like, no, that's it's not enough. I think we enjoying, need uh, 20 more minutes, Aiden. <laughs> Dude, I love just playing other games. <laughs> that's but, funny. Uh, how was your week, Colton? Um, my week was pretty good. Um, I mean, I guess in 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 the other games department, uh, I I helped Rachel beat the the final level of Spyro. I helped her defeat Gnasty Gnork. Um, and then we we stole all of his gems and boom, game complete. She's on to the second one. Nice. Um, yeah, was, was that the, the like remastered ones? Yeah, like mm-hmm. so for the Switch, they remastered like the original trilogy and like put them together into like one package. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that that final level was really annoying because there was like no checkpoints, so you had to keep redoing like the first three parts. Well, that sucks. <laughs> um if you fucked it up and then it was like basically the whole thing was i I don't know if you guys have ever played a spyro game but like one of his primary moves is like you like charge run really fast Mm -hmm. and you can't steer very well and so it's just a bunch of like doing that through tunnels chasing things and like hoping to like not clip into walls or like fuck up your turns (laughs) Hmm. Like accidentally fall off the sides, but uh, hey, it's it's done, it's over. Ganasty Gnork is defeated. On to Spyro two. Didn't play a ton of League this week. Um, I played a little bit with the preseason stuff. Got like maybe less than ten games. Um, but I have been playing a lot of TFT. Um, you know, once once the solo queue grind is over, I need to 
I need to get my LP elsewhere. <laughs> so uh, this week, I think I went from uh, like bronze three to plat three, and hopefully. I can uh, get diamond within the next couple days so I don't have to play this set anymore and can play the next one. Do you not like this set? Uh, I think it's fine. I just haven't been playing this set mm. like at all. Yeah. So I know I'm not good enough to get masters again. So it's very much just like a grab my diamond and, and, and get out. Mm -hmm. I see. It, it's been fun so far. I feel like... Uh, I definitely do not understand the set super well, whereas, like, other ones... Like, I, I've been playing, like, three or four comps that are all AP comps, and I'm just like, I don't even know what the other fucking traits and units are or what they do. Mm -hmm. um, or, like, I'll see little portraits of characters that aren't on my team comp, and I'm like, I don't know who that is. <laughs> That's um, funny. Yeah. But it's it's been fun. Um, for I guess those who do play TFT, I've been playing like Astral reroll, Karma reroll, um, and then like uh, like Soam Lagoon stuff. Like again, most of like the AP comps. Um, but yeah, that's about it for my week as far as I can remember. So I'll hand it over to you, Nick. What you been up to? Um... I feel like I haven't done too much. Um, I think Savannah and I have gotten to the point where we are finished with Odyssey, um, which has been a lot of fun. That um, is that the best Mario game like ever made. Uh, I still think sixty four. It probably is, but you think sixty four? I like Sunshine still more. I think as well. Yeah, I, I think the I, peak of the Mario franchise has to be Chris Pratt. Hopefully, um, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. It just felt. It felt really cool. There were so many like really, really unique ideas uh, in that game, and they all felt like really, really fleshed out and uh, very fun. Um, controlling all the different like characters were super cool. Uh, I'm only disappointed that you never get to control the dragon, which yeah. seems kind of wild, but um, that's all right. Um, Honestly, we got... Thank you. Sorry, go ahead. Thank you about it, Nick. Like All the like new era three uh th not 360 um like 3d mario games are all like top tier games 64 yeah, sunshine mm -hmm. galaxy and odyssey like all are like game of the century contenders yeah i mean they like definitely definitely super good um and i know that i'm a bit late on the the odyssey hype but uh yeah super good game we we got to um 745 star uh moons uh, out of I think uh, 880 that's that's in the game uh, we mm -hmm. didn't look any up we did look up the locations of all the fucking purple coins yeah but, um, yeah it was it's it's good it's a good game very fun co-op I would say it breaks the game in some points and then just is absolutely so much harder in other points uh, which is really fun we're moving on to uh, uh, Mario Rabbids Kingdom Battle which seems pretty fun so far um and I think that's pretty much it for, I guess, non-league. I should have talked about league first. Huh? This is a league podcast. Uh, I've played a pretty good amount of preseason. Uh, I think I have some potentially just like hot preseason takes, uh, I guess, compared to what the average league player has been saying. Um, so, yeah, I think uh, I think we can just move on into the show, I guess. 
Uh, yeah, our so. um, we have one new patron, and that is sorry, I'm scrolling back up. Uh, Dakota, thank you for supporting us. We appreciate it. Um, Speaking about supporting us. Okay. If you want to support <laughs> us, you can uh, use our Audible link and get the Ruination book and listen to it. Nick and I are almost both done, and Nick's actually passed me. I haven't. I, I have. I've been. Left. I've been spamming it. Yeah, it's you good. have like what, like forty-five minutes? Or something yeah, like? I have forty-five minutes. It just popped off really, really hard. So it's really fucking good. Um, yeah, we're, both of us are probably going to finish it this week, so maybe next week we might have a little discussion about mm-hmm. it. Um, sorry, Colton, you have to plug your ears because I don't think you've even started it. I haven't. I you gotta blast bro. through it. Blast through yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> Just listen if there, to if there's one person who can consume 12 hours of content in 10 hours, it's me. <laughs> Unironically. Yeah. Um, but anyways, yeah, the book's been amazing, and we have an Audible link for you to go get it yourself. So visit audibletrial.com slash leadcast and get the Ruination book or any other book you want. But the Ruination one's the one we'd recommend. It's a League of Legends book. It's really, really fucking good. It's about the events of Ruination, and it's voice acted by all the voice actors. You got all the, the big names that you can imagine being tied to that event, and a bunch Chris that you Pratt. wouldn't imagine being tied to that event. Owen Wilson. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They replaced all the original voice actors with a Chris Pratt for some reason. <laughs> He voices yeah. every character in Ruination. <laughs> uh, it's, it's really, really good. And Audible itself is just a really, really good product in general. As an Audible member, you get to choose up to one title a month to keep from their entire catalog, including the latest bestsellers and all new releases. Uh, honestly, we'd recommend Ruination, but uh, there's tons of good books out there. Um, so yeah, go to visit audibletrial.com slash leadcast or come into our Discord and check out our announcements tab. The link is there. Get your free book. Help support the show. And then you'll be informed for our book club next week when we gush about the book hell so. yeah awesome um do you have any lee cast news uh nothing too crazy i think colton has a cool idea for this month's uh patron episode that we're gonna record sometime yeah looking week forward so. to it it's gonna be cool yeah um awesome uh i guess let's let's just talk about the new season for a while how yeah. about that what do you guys think yeah. so far i guess how much have you guys played to, to start i've played a lot <laughs> I, I would say i've played a pretty 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 solid amount um probably anywhere between like 20 and 30 games that's similar for me yeah i think i'm at about eight okay um and four of them were 80 carry without like touching any new items (laughs) did you build bork that's that's like that's pretty well building a new item for Mm -hmm. the season Uh, i built i built bork on the game that i played vane there you go. I You're interacting at the new yep. season. <laughs> uh, yeah. So hey, turns out if everyone's building heart steel, which is just pure health, you just build Bork and and deal like twelve thousand damage with that item alone. Yeah. Um, so funny because heart steel is definitely the most fun new item. Yes. Mm-hmm. So therefore. Uh, especially early the first couple days of the new season everyone's building it like you're building on fucking 80 carries like it's crazy mm-hmm. so every single character that had percentage hp or could build borg mm-hmm. was like 54 percent win rate brand zyra vein <laughs> uh it's starting to drop a little bit thank god um but yeah turns out percentage hp is just good into 10,000 hp characters <laughs> yeah when you when you spend your first 4,000 gold on 1200 hp it turns out Borg's <laughs> pretty good against you. <laughs> yeah, so that's actually what I wanted to talk about first. Um, guys, I think Hearthsteel is bad. Uh, I think it's a fun item, um, and I, I will not dispute that. Um, but I do feel like the item is, is just kind of cheeks. 
Um, you're spending 3,200 gold for a Warmogs initially. And I think the best you can realistically hope for is like proccing, what, 600 health? Like, I, I would mm -hmm. say is probably pretty fair. Um, so I don't know. Like, I, I, I just think it's really bad. Um, the damage aspect of it, I will say, is probably the strongest part of it. Um, yeah. Where, like, you're constantly doing, you know, a, a huge amount of damage. And, and probably, I, I don't know, ending with, like, four or 5,000 damage just from that alone. Just from a, a health stacking <laughs> item. I do like people referring to it as, like, the demolish of champions yeah <laughs> you yeah charge champion up your demolish. Demolish. on a champion <laughs> mm -hmm. that's really funny um yeah no, the damage is definitely the good part about it like i I, I think personally the damage should probably be nerfed and maybe yes. the hp stacking should be buffed yep. um just because hp yeah. itself is a useless stat in general like you, the difference between you having 5,000 hp and you having 7,000 hp is it doesn't matter at all they're still going to burn through you in the same yeah. amount of time um that being said there's been games where i have a good lane i get my heart, heart steal early proc it a bunch of times and then gank bottom and fucking slap an 80 carry for a 500 damage proc and that doesn't seem fair either <laughs> yeah i i agree with both of you guys i think the damage is a bit high i think my my idea for how to fix it would be like to have it build out of a component that gives you that proc passive earlier and then make it like bind the the actual number of hp maybe not just the damage dealt but maybe also to like level or something because i i feel like the biggest issue with this is that you don't get it until pretty late right like even if you have perfect cs you probably don't get the item till 15 minutes maybe mm. it's very expensive um and at, at that point like you're, you're probably not gonna get to proc it a bunch whereas like if you think about like grasp you'll probably have like 15 20 grasp procs by the time you're like level eight Mm -hmm. um so like if, mm -hmm. if you could get like a 1300 dollar 1300 gold component and like start getting those stacks and maybe they're just like two hp when they're in the component mm -hmm. but when you upgrade them it gets higher like and then again like man that damage <laughs> damage i think is way too high it's like it's, it's the the constant meme of you know hey the tank hundred zeroed me which yeah. makes sense if you're ahead Right, like if I'm stomping top lane and I'm up like two levels on the top lane or like yeah. three levels on the eighty carry and I come bot with two items when they've got one, like yeah, I should I should be able to kill them, but like fuck, I built full tank. Why can't I two hit people? I also think like here's another thing is most characters don't use its mythic passive very well. I don't think there's very many like yes, being big as a tank is cool. But it's not worth a mythic passive for most characters. And the 1% mm -hmm. bonus HP is worse than other tank mythic passives. Like, uh, pretty straightforward, I would say, for the most part. Yeah. Um, but characters like Tom Kench, for example, at least use the size, right? It increases his Q range. The He actually scales with HP. So I think it's good on him. I think characters like Cho'Gath use HP in general pretty well because it adds to their alt damage. Um, so And then then there's characters who just actually proc heart steal on a good enough cooldown that I think it's worth. Characters like Shen. Um, but like outside of like characters that either A, need health and size and can use that or else it's a dead stat or can proc heart steal on a pretty regular basis, it's not a good tank item. It shouldn't be the most built tank item. No, but mm -hmm. it, it is, it, you know, 
anytime they introduce infinite scaling and like get big have lots of hp everybody wants to do it because they they imagine mm-hmm. the fantasy of being the 10,000 health scion or the 10,000 health Cho'Gath. But in reality, yeah. you're going to be like the 4,000 HP scion who dies to the 3,000 HP Aurelia who built Borg. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, the You mentioned like the size on the mythic passive, which is something maybe I'll, I'll go into more depth in on the patreon show that we're doing this month but like can they please make a character other than tom kench have an interaction with champion size like yeah there's like none right i feel like there are probably some that we're like are are just not well known so there are characters that have abilities that are from outer edge rather than yeah that's what i was saying model Mm -hmm. that therefore getting bigger increases your range for like your abilities that being said outside like i think colton means like for example tom kench's q gets longer based on Mm -hmm. size right um Mm -hmm. and i don't think there's a single another one like that yeah right so like the, the, the the closest thing we have besides that is that like cho'gath spikes get big when he does yeah yeah um but like God, if that is not room to like make tanks more fun and interesting, like, yeah, I mean, because that's the most that's the most fun part of playing, you know, Cho'gath, right? Is, is just being big, get big, yeah. You just you're just big, and that's fun. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, and again, like, there's a lot you could do with that, right? In terms of that, I'll 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 talk about it more at another time. God, it's like, <laughs> c- come on it can't just be like two tanks that are like one ability gets bigger when you have size like why why would a mythic give size if, if size doesn't do anything for 99 percent of characters mm-hmm. yeah i dislike that part of it yeah agreed especially because then it's just like well i guess you can I, block skill shots better is, is yeah, that like is the that idea. the point <laughs> that's why it's know. so weird that of like I'm I'm seeing like even non tanks building, uh, yeah, hurt steel, and it's like mm-hmm. so I I think it's like fun and goofy. Like we played I played a Cogma game where I built it and we, like it was fun building it. But as an eighty carry admitted, even a bruiser for God's sakes, you don't want to be big. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. You don't want to be big. Um, yeah, and like there's it, it's it is the most fun mythic item in the game for sure. There's just like so few tanks that actually would benefit from like being big and being able to absorb all those skill shots because like. Even as the tank, generally, you're trying to avoid all those things. Um, mm. Like, I guess, you know, Braum, maybe, right? Where you're like, okay, I'm bigger. Does that make... Probably doesn't make his shield any bigger. But, like... I bet it would. Absorb all of those, like, abilities when he's got that up. But, mm-hmm. like, th- th- there's, like, never a point where you're actually like, okay, cool. I'm going to hide behind this giant-ass tank. And skill shots can't hit me because he's too big. Mm-hmm. I mean, do you remember the old, like the old Civ HD video? Yeah, days the Hecarim support, the Hecarim thing, where you play Hecarim support and you'd stand on the minions because you had a ghost, yeah, uh, so you could mm-hmm. ghost yourself, and then like that's just not a thing. Or you'd stand on the carry because you could sit on them. It's like that's just not an actual thing in League of Legends mechanically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it is, but it isn't. <laughs> yeah, and I, I um, want big tanks. I want, I want a, a like the equivalent of a 12 stack Cho'Gath to roll up and just be like, Oh shit, here comes Nautilus. Do we want to talk about some other mythic items before we like move on to like more general things? Yeah. That's what I was just yeah. about to say. Mm-hmm. Are there any other mythics that have stood out to you guys? Cause I feel like no, to me, I haven't, no, I haven't played with, um, I think Jack show. 
but I think I've given every other mythic a a chance. Um, yeah, they, so they like, seem, I guess they the, seem to fit in like pretty well. They're they're okay. The ones that are interesting to talk about, I think at the very least, are probably Jack Show and then probably um, Rod of Ages. I don't think Radiant Virtue Radiant Virtue seems really good, and we can maybe talk about that. Maybe when we talk about a specific character that uses it, like Tarot. Yeah. Um, but like I think Rod of Ages and Jack Show are the only ones that are super interesting to talk about. Mostly because both of them got turbo buffed. Rod of Ages, I thought was was fine. People were the biggest problem with Rod of Ages was it costs a lot of gold and doesn't give you a lot of good stats. Right, it wasn't a lot of AP. It gives you health and mana, which mana is kind of a dead stat on a lot of characters. Yeah, because um, you you just need enough mana to cast your abilities, and then anything beyond that is not yeah. beneficial. Right. That being said. I think on characters that don't use a mythic that well, like having the extra level, like people were even sleeping on the extra level, man. I, I saw a Reddit post, like uploaded Reddit God, post saying yeah. like, it's only, Rod of Ages is only good until you're level 18. Like what the fuck are you smoking? Games don't go until level 18. Um, I think, I think level up is like actually an insane thing, especially if you're getting it, like you're getting level up like 13 to 14 or 14 to 15, which I think mm-hmm. is pretty common for that time at procs. It's insane. It puts you back into the game on a lot of these characters. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 heaven forbid if you get it like 15 to 16 on a character who actually needs it. You know, like that that is a pipe dream. Um, but the fact that that's even an option for characters like Cassidy or Kale or someone like that, like it is pretty crazy, I feel like. Yeah, or yeah. like also if you do happen to be ahead on it, holy shit, is it oppressive? Yeah, and so like, like, the way they buffed you, it was... One lane and you're up two and a half, three levels. <laughs> Yeah. yeah the way they buffed it was they reduced its cost by 400 gold i think it's just op now like like man i understand mythics are good but like on casted and rise tf i think i think it's fucking broken on rise uh, rise by the way yes yeah it, like so yes so you're trading you're trading everfrost in most of these cases for like these control which is, which is characters eh, it's fine it, it's not the best it's a, it's a good mythic but like getting an extra level on cassid and rise tf is fucking crazy mm-hmm. it's also not only is it an extra level it's also the fact that you get to build into catalyst for lane these characters need to stay in lane because they need levels they need to survivability catalyst is catalyst is so sick catalyst as a component is way 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 stronger against the competition of components uh compared to um rod of ages as a mythic compared to the competition if that yes. makes sense right yeah you I, sitting I think... on catalyst in lane is so much fucking stronger than like your spike on mythic it's it's uh, yeah catalyst as a component is like the strongest component in the game by a wide margin like, it's really good. You you get back to lane if you're like an eighty carry and you've got the I, I don't even Noon Quiver. Noon Quiver. Quiver, yeah, and you're like, cool, I guess I last hit better. Like you, you go top and you've got like the Aegis or a Kindle gem and you're like, Cool, I can tank two more auto attacks. You get fucking like infinite health and like not actually infinite, but like you just cannot be displaced from lane if you don't make a big mm-hmm. mistake. Mm-hmm. Like, it it brings me back to like season one i used to play a stupid ass Cho'Gath build where i would like rush catalyst into force of nature and between like that and his passive you just you never ran out of health or mana like one minion wave you'd like heal a third of your health bar mm-hmm. and just never ever left lane and i i do not like that that's possible <laughs> yeah it's really really strong um is there anything else you want to talk about on uh, rod of ages before i move on to jack show nick um no i don't think so it's just a, a solid item i think it's uh, 
probably one of the more boring ones just because like mm-hmm. gaining stats doesn't feel as good as like using heart steel or you know yeah. whatever yeah it's, you just it's, sit where you wait the, for it to proc yeah exactly <laughs> which which fun, like not is really strong yeah it's really strong but it's kind of like okay i'm playing sona you know like that that is really strong but it's also kind of boring comparatively mm-hmm. there's no real other passive mythics like uh, I guess Moonstone's probably the only other passive myth, passive mythic that just like yeah, does which, stuff. Which I think is probably a good thing if we're being honest. Um, I guess Crown as well would be the other one. Yeah, like Crown mm. and even like Kraken is just like you get like stats in the passive, but even those like feel more interactive because you mm-hmm. have to do a thing to make it work, and like there's play around it. Yeah. Um, I I feel like to some extent like the it it also reflects like why people slept on blade of the rune king so much where it's just mm-hmm. like it does obscene damage but it doesn't feel like it and it's not really interesting because it's just every time you hit something you hit it a little harder mm-hmm. yeah um and, and yeah no like a- again a lot of the items that are really really good don't get bought because people are like yeah but it's boring i i want to use my cool prowler's claw yeah um, next one is Jack Show the Protean, which is probably the worst item name worst. I've ever heard. <laughs> yeah, it's insane. Uh, you, you mean Jack like, Show Akathia's... the Protean? <laughs> <laughs> like its PVE name was Acathia's Endurance, which I think is cool as fuck. But mm-hmm. anyways, uh, so well, there's like the item... theory that they're gonna change it back to that once they release oh, yeah, Jack yeah. Show the Champion. I don't know about that, but <laughs> I've heard that like when the Avoid event comes back, like it comes uh, if they do that, they'll might change, but um. But anyways, I, think, uh, I was just going to say, I think them changing the name would be the worst fucking thing I've ever heard. Yeah. Um, but anyways, uh, this item is was pretty weak on release. Maybe not, like, I think people were either super high on it or super low on it on release when it probably was in the middle somewhere. Um, it did get buffed pretty, pretty hard. Um, and now it's in this weird spot of it's really strong. It feels like an, it should be an active item because you stack it up and then it just auto procs and saps people around you. When it feels like you should channel it and then use it like kind of like Swain ult where like you get to choose when to activate it. Um, it's weird that it doesn't do that. But anyways, Riot doesn't want actives in the game because they think it's too confusing for players. Sure. Uh, my problem with this item is that it's starting to be used on bruisers. A lot mm-hmm. of a lot of bruisers bu- building this item because it's a stacking resist item. Like, Yeah, it just makes you tanky as fuck. Yeah, um, I, I haven't had any chance to play with it, but um, having played against a Cassante who built it, uh, boy, whenever it procced, he was unkillable. So, I, I don't know. I feel like the item's probably really strong. Yeah, it, 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 I'm curious to see how it like goes, like if it needs buffs or nerfs. Um, we're still in pre- Billy preseason, so like once again, these are all very early thoughts on stuff. Yeah. Um, I'm just trying to like uh, try, find new fun builds all the time to like try shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but like this item seems like it's going to be way better on bruisers than it is on tanks, which is a little sad. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm probably. looking at the stats now. So you, if you stack it fully, it's plus 24, 24, and yep. the base stats are already plus 30, 30. Um, when you get it fully stacked or when the, when the proc happens, you get plus 15%. So, yep. like, in reality, if you complete it, it's plus 60-60. Yep. 
and then like potentially plus a hundred hundred like after two or three items yeah because which... mythic passes is also plus five five mm-hmm. on resists as well. yeah right and so like and you're already going to be getting like depending if you went like conditioning you're gonna get like plus 12 plus 12 and additional percentages you've got whatever rune you took and then like you know boots and the the little like extra resist you get from everything else Mm -hmm. but it's yeah no i don't know that sounds so cracked especially on bruisers who don't have a mythic they need like my immediate thought on this goes to aurelia where it's like yeah, shield bow's good on her. Like, yeah, Sunderer is good on her, but she doesn't need them because all the damage she needs is Bork. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so if she goes, like, Bork into this and, like, that stance, can you kill that? No. I mean, the biggest thing is, like, so the increased total resistance when it procs is really, really strong. That being said, resistances in League of Legends are um, multiplicative. So they... Uh, decreased with like the more you get like the value of them meaning the first however many that you build is going to be all you need for most characters right so any bruiser who just builds this into full like normal build means they're already hitting like kind of that sweet spot of where you want to build and resist um compared to like yeah it's great and all if a tank builds six tank items and they have 400 400 resist but like the difference between 400 400 resist and a bruiser having 200 200 is not that crazy Mm-hmm. Yeah, the the decaying returns or diminishing returns on armor and uh, MR is uh, pretty wacky. Um, yeah, I, I'm gonna have to try it out. I feel like uh, yeah, like Colton, you were saying, any any character that's not super mythic reliant is probably like pretty decent on. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know. Yeah, I could I could see this being so cracked on so many characters mm-hmm. again because like bruisers are already so hard to kill and they because they can like drain heal with their kits or, or conqueror like that they're already i feel like harder to kill than tanks in a lot of situations like thinking back to worlds like watching the amount of damage that aatrox can absorb yeah with no true tank items as opposed to like an orn that'll just get popped like mm-hmm. what the fuck is that yeah it's insane cool um yeah is there anything else we want to talk about do we want to talk about like specific specific roles the only reason i bring that up is because i feel like ad carry for the most part probably feels the worst i think but only because i think a lot of ad carries are still stuck in the like i'm gonna build crit when they should be like building bork and rage blade i mean there's there's games where you can go crit it's you have to itemize smarter i think a lot of the time um there's definitely games where if you're gonna have a fucking eight thousand health to choke out on the other team you probably want to build bork or like anything to shred Mm -hmm. health um versus building full crit or building fucking shit like bt uh like what was that one fucking build it was like oh it was oh it was bt yeah it was the i mean that was the uh build for aphelios right you just go gale force into bt but then you're playing against characters who have like seven, six thousand, seven thousand HP, like, and you're tickling them. I mean, I, I was playing a um, uh, an ARAM. We were legitimately had three people on our team building, uh, um, building Heartsteel, and we played against a we played against a Kaisa, and I was so like, I was so convinced that okay, this character is already kind of hard for our team to kill. It was like Tom Kench Blitzcrank Cho'Gath building it. So if we didn't hit her with a random knockup, we're, we're never killing her. And then she just <laughs> didn't go Bork and then complain about 
you know, tank meta. Yeah. Like, no, it's it, 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 like, once again, I, I think we, we actually had a discussion and we had Drew in this call as well. And Drew and I are both fucking 80 carry haters, uh, self-proclaimed. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we mm-hmm. both think that 80 carry is probably slightly weak. Um, I don't think it's actually that. Which weak. is fine. Yeah, like I yeah. think it's weaker than it was last set, um, mainly because you have to play specific things to counter stuff in your game. You have to use your head and think. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. um, but like if you do play Borg characters or like it's honestly, it's so fucking even, broken. And it's not like non-Borg characters are even bad. Like Navori Lucian is fucking crazy. I just think that like if you're playing Borg characters, like any character that has like attack speed steroids, you can build Bork on them. Just tech in a Bork instead of like another fucking crit item and you're doing fine. I played a Tristana game where I just teched in a Bork like halfway through my crit build and my Bork did way more than my Kraken did. Like, mm-hmm. Boy, if only there had been some some handsome, smart, kind prophet who had been there's only 4,000 average less health in the game <laughs> <laughs> and it was game. and it was cracked back then it was cracked back then too that's the crazy part oh man um, but uh yeah, yeah it's like probably slightly weak i guess mm. um the reality but, is is like in current meta if you play anything that has percentage burn so leandre's bork uh, just characters who have uh percentage damage you're gonna probably do well i think it's going to shift a because people are going to learn how to play against it and b people are going to just start building less hp because they realize it's not a do this every game type of thing yeah which is <laughs> hey that's that's fine that's how league is supposed to be right like you're not supposed yeah. to be able to build the same items every single game yeah do we want to talk about the new jungle i feel like that's like the, uh, the next yeah. big yeah. topic of conversation so i mean we've got the changes to the camps themselves then obviously we have pets i have not jungled in the new jungle but i've obviously seen junglers in my games what do you guys I got Nick to play think? the best jungler yeah he 35 percent win rate ezreal jungle fog you <laughs> I, I play ezreal jungle in a community game colton i go holy shit this shit's cracked i tell nick to play he plays it he kind of does poorly i'm like ah he's like i kind of understand why it's good and then i send him a screenshot the next day it's the lowest win rate character in the entire <laughs> game in any role <laughs> it is uh it's quite bad uh turns out your clear is really really slow you don't scale that hard um like as uh, as a jungler uh, and he has bad matchups in with basically every mm-hmm. character that can clear the jungle. I do jungle think if you get going, it's not bad. Like when you get your like yeah. three, four items thing, yeah, you're just yeah, yeah, you're, you're sure. like old blue Ezreal. You're an impossible mm-hmm. to kill a character. It's just how the fuck do you ever get there? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So I, I think I've probably played the most jungle out of the three of us. Yeah. Um. It. I, I'm gonna say that it it basically feels like old jungle, except you want to rotate your camps more to get your your treats going um and invading feels stronger i i'll say that um but i think that's fine uh because a a lot of that is like a skill discrepancy at the moment i think jungler jungle is actually like one of the more popular roles currently uh everybody wants to try it out and i think that's sort of exactly what riot wanted to do um i think invading being strong is not a bad thing that's that's probably good for the game uh i'm even okay with there being like a a pretty large like skill discrepancy like jungle diff existing is not a bad thing um but i think what riot wanted to do was to just make the jungle more approachable um slash appealing to to people who aren't junglers um and i think they've done a fantastic job with it i've i i I mean aiden you and i playing on the uh, i think second day of the patch being out Mm -hmm. was like 
we we probably had Four to wait people through fighting for jungle. Yeah, exactly. We we had we probably had to wait through several um like lobbies just to get it in, into a single game every single time. Um and I think that's basically sheerly due to the jungle and uh, uh top lane where you can build hard steel. Yeah, it'll yeah. it'll fade like it does every year. Give it I give it wanna... 3 months and nobody will want a jungle again. I do want to jump in. Um, so I, I do agree. I think the jungle rework's fucking awesome, by the way. Like, yep. overall. I think it's super fun. I think the fucking pets are actually fun as fuck, too. Yeah, the pets like are the really fun. Mm-hmm. Anything, anyone being able to jungle's fucking cool. They are, once again, making changes, as they will. Like, for example, on the PB right now, jungle camp ranges are being increased. So right now, like, range junglers are struggling because they can't kite stuff as well because the camp uh, release ranges are pretty small. Um, and they're also making it so you get, pet, you get snacks quicker because right now it takes, like, way too long to get like your snacks uh, yeah. fully stacked it does take um, a long time that being said i think it's really interesting because i have a different opinion like, i think invading's really weak currently overall do you um i think that it's mostly due to the fact that you do less damage to enemy jungle things so therefore if you invade you need a kill and you need it fast or else you, the uh, uh, enemy jungler is going to out tempo you because you're not killing them and then clearing their camps because clearing enemy camps takes too long in my opinion right now Um, yeah so so if you don't find them and kill them immediately even if you do find them and kill them immediately you're killing maybe one camp and maybe getting like a one camp advantage whereas before if you invaded someone and killed them you get like the entire side of the jungle advantage um and if you don't find them you're just losing out on that uh camp stacking i've seen junglers go for invades and not find them successful and be like 10 cookies behind like on their uh, jungle camp like later i think currently and once again this will always adapt because it depends on how people are currently playing it and how people are like are countering and stuff like that currently it feels like the best way to play jungle is just keep your head down and just power farm until you have jungle upgrade um, I, I would agree with that. I, I think the only thing is, it, like, if you get ahead and you see like a single misplay, like, okay, they're going for bot lane. I'm I'm clearing a camper too. Like, even if you just get that one off, having that having access to that earlier smite can, yeah, uh, feel like super oppressive. Because mm-hmm. w- when you get the full the the smite upgrades, you know, re- regardless of the choice that you go with, uh, and we can talk about that in a second. Regardless of the choice that you go with, like having it fully upgraded, um, like not only the smite being you know three hundred. Uh, more but you know having the shield having the move speed having the damage like has such a huge uh impact on the game i i do think it's weird and this is kind of like what i think like kind of ties into the getting tempo advantage in jungles kind of really important it feels weird that the middle tier like what say when you have it down to 20 snacks left let's yeah. just say right mm-hmm. um you don't get like a mini version of what your smite is like yeah getting that, a mini uh, shield it, it feels or, really weird mm-hmm it feels very much like it's like all loaded and after getting these 40 cookies that like if you're not working towards that 40 cookies from the start man if, if you fall behind you're losing a huge power advantage to the jungler who gets it first because the smites are pretty strong like we can talk about the overall uh, strengths of them but, in like a little bit but they're all really strong yeah 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 like upon just comparatively mm-hmm. they're different power levels to each other but yeah. like one jungler having it one jungler not not even to mention the smite yeah uh, damage discrepancy but the actual effect is crazy mm-hmm. and it feels like that could be negated to some degree is if if you had like um so blue smite for example is 45 percent movement speed when you're in bushes if it was like 15 percent at the middle rank like when you have 20 or something like that or 20 percent right mm-hmm. um or the, the shield's just a smaller shield and it doesn't even give the tenacity or something um it just feels like that would be a good way to negate this like fuck man if i'm not farming 100 percent of the time i'm gonna fall behind and get uh fucked by their jungler 
Yeah, and that's sort of how, like, why I feel that invading is kind of strong. Uh, is that like it getting there? Getting there, like I said earlier, just one earlier and denying that that you know that's a two camp swing essentially, and it just feels like it feels really strong. But yeah, I don't, I don't know why getting there halfway doesn't doesn't get you like half a smite. You know, like give yeah, give the shield or the tenacity. Uh, give like yeah, like you were saying, fifteen percent or you know something even even remotely similar to that it just it just feels weird that you only get the upgrade basically well i i think your i think your thing does a little more damage but that's kind of it mm -hmm. it, it yeah. feels like you're missing out on like a mythic spike um yeah like exactly and it takes up it. an item slot that's so weird <laughs> yeah, yeah no, it's a very strange i feel like that's something they could implement i don't know if they will because it's a little not directly in their scope i would say yeah um that being said i think them like once again this is something if you're upset with the current jungle you think stuff's going to be so everything will be changed from now until the season starts um i don't know how it might be changed it might be changed yeah for the but like worse. nothing it's the preseason for a reason nothing is in its final state mm -hmm. there is bound to be something that they changed that did not land right and that they're gonna have to fix like it happens every year. It has happened every year. It's going to keep happening every year. That's what the preseason is for. And it, it happens on regular patches as well, where, like, they make a change, and they're like, fuck, that wasn't right. Not mm -hmm. only to mention that, Colton, but, like, even if they changed nothing, the meta could still be different from now until, like, the preseason, right? Oh, oh yeah. for sure. Until, yeah, like, could, it's... Like, people could I'd figure out that, like, hey, everyone's currently farming it. It's a farming meta. And then someone could figure out, oh, no, you just fucking, like, three camp into gank, and this is the most optimal way because it sets you up for whatever. And it's like... Yeah. The, they don't even need to change shit for the meta to change. It's, it's like, yeah, when, like, Karma's pick rate goes up, like, 6%, and her win rate's, like, 53%. And it's like, when was her last change? Like, 13 patches ago. What mm -hmm. happened? Yeah. Like, people remember that she's a character. Like, it's, it's gonna constantly happen. And again, like, the development we see on, like, patches from game to game and, like, as metas develop throughout the competitive scene, right? It's like, they don't have to make changes for people to find the differences. And again, like, if we, if we stopped on this patch for the next three months... Like, we would see a lot of different shit mm -hmm. all throughout. Mm -hmm. For sure. Which is, like, really exciting. The The game's, like, really, really fresh right now, I think. Yeah. Um, I, a lot of I people trying excited. a lot of different things. I'm excited to play some jungle and community games tonight. Hell yeah. It'll awesome. be my chance to collect Pokemon since I'm not playing the Pokemon <laughs> game. Yeah, we'll, we'll keep talking about the new season as it comes, like, as we have more to talk about. Um, I'm excited. I, I've, I've really enjoyed playing League recently, so... Yeah, same. I think the game, like I said, really fresh, really exciting. There's a, a lot of stuff to try and uh, to enjoy. So awesome! Cool. You want to know what else is fresh and exciting? Our sponsor, um, you'll tell NordVPN, <laughs> because they provide the highest quality protection and encryption for your web traffic with servers in I think it was like fifty four hundred servers in like hundred twenty some odd countries. They got servers everywhere. They're super fast. They confirmed it with speed tests. And with our special deal, you can go to nordvpn.com forward slash leaguecast. You can get four months of whatever plan you choose for free. You're going to get a big discount, and all of that is backed by Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee. Um, again, they've got multiple plans if you just want the VPN, or you can get a great little password locker and generator service, or you can also get an encrypted uh, file storage on the cloud. 
all of that available for you at nordvpn.com forward slash leadcast. They have a POG product. It's real, real good. And you guys should uh, use that code and get yourself on Nord. Thank you, Nord. For your continued sponsorship of our show. Let's do roundtable. Yeah. So last week's question um, was, what are you looking most forward to in season 13 of League of Legends? Uh, We had lots of answers for this one. It seems like people are actually pretty excited overall. Um, from our Twitter, Dragon Tamer said, I hopeful and serious one. I hope Riot cracks down on toxicity more because, man, it is rough for my mental to play a game and hear my AP Nunu say that I'm a detriment to the team when I get autofilled in my role. My serious one to learn uh, is uh, learn matchups better in top lane, uh, start learning AD carry a little bit to be adequate in any role in the future for a few years. Um, after, uh, sorry, already got uh, already good at support and a passable top and getting the guys together for ARM Clash uh, for good times while drinking. I'm so excited for ARM Clash, dude. We're definitely yeah, that, that, right? that actually sounds like it's going to be so fun. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um, then um, Luke said, honestly, if they can pull it off, uh, uh, pull off a big change in the meta, like tw- uh, 12.10, currently feels like tanks aren't are back sorry are back and that's good but i'd like some more love to non-enchanter supports not poke mostly melee um and maybe a new role pl- uh played in a new lane Ooh, a new role dude dude imagine coming mm. with a new fucking archetype now for like league of legends god that would be so hard yeah i, I think i can do it though um from yeah our discord actually Yordle said really looking forward to see, uh see, yeah, really looking forward to people being able to start playing jungle and do better of it autofill won't be as bad i completely agree casey stranger said this is the season i make gold copium um <laughs> i personally also really like the change to anonymized summoner names pre-game i get that there are downsides but basically i basically never dodge anyways so selfishly it's nice i agree um and last but not least from Brandon, he says, all the new content, new champions, new events, and most importantly, new lore stuff to dig in and absorb. <laughs> I completely agree. That's interesting. I don't know if I've ever heard someone being excited for like new lore stuff. Yeah, I mean, he, yeah, Brandon's like one of the people who was like touting how good the uh, Ruination oh, really? is that's awesome. in our Discord a bunch. He said, said it was fucking awesome, so that's kind of the reason mm-hmm. why I started reading it too. Hell so. yeah. There's, there's definitely a, I'd say, significant like subsect of people who do still care about the lore Mm -hmm. i think a a lot of that is just that like because we've played the whole time i i think like any old school league players like been playing since season one 95 percent of them have given up on the lore because of when they did the like big retcon event and when they dropped like the old summoner insights and like uh journal of justice like when they stopped doing that that's what i feel like every season one player checked out and it's like fuck it who mm-hmm. cares about the lore <laughs> yeah old lore was dog shit though um but anyways True. uh this week's question is what would you what would bring you back to league of legends so if you were to leave league of legends you get tired of it what would broke you back in um boy i just think at this point i don't know if there's anything that would well okay if the game like went to absolute shit i'd probably leave but I don't know. Like, I, I just enjoy the game. I think it stays fresh all the time. But I, I would say, like, a, a a drastic patch in the way that, like, durability patch was uh, would probably rope me back in. Hell yeah. What about you, Colton? I mean, it's, yeah, it's tough because, like, there is very little that could get me to stop playing League. And especially, <laughs> right, like, with how much i i still play in like the podcast and stuff like 
imagining a world where I have like fully quit League of Legends is is really weird. Like I, even if I stop playing ranked seriously or like at all, like I'm still gonna play like a random ARAM or like pop in for you know community nights or whatever. Like it it, it would be wild for me to completely quit the game. But if I did, yeah. like I feel like the only thing that would get me back to playing League of Legends would have to be like just you know if if that's the only game that i would be playing with friends right it's like Mm -hmm. hey if if there was a point where it's like hey i I would like to play games with nick and aiden but the only game that they will Mm -hmm. play with me is league of legends i guess i would go back to it (laughs) yeah um for myself jokingly i would say league classic um but i don't think it would actually hold anyone (laughs) um if it came back uh But that being said, I think honestly, Twisted Treeline would be enough to bring me back. Like if they made a three v three mode or like another full game mode that wasn't Summoner's Rift, like a true. If they released Magma Chamber finally, I'm back. <laughs> I don't know. I, I think it'd be fun. I, I really like Twisted Treeline. I think it would be fun if like Lee had more than just the one mode. Um, but mm-hmm. I don't think Riot will ever do I, that. But fuck, man, can you, it, it, can you imagine if Twisted Treeline was still existed and the three of us just like played ranked threes all the time? How fun! Yeah, Twisted Tree Line podcast. Sorry, okay, <laughs> Aiden, me, Aiden, and Trevor would play. Yeah. Probably Dude, Twisted Tree Line was good, man. I, I, yeah, no, I, I did I, not, I, I did not like it the way that you guys did, or the way that a lot of people did. I thought it was trash. It. Was so I, I, good. I, I played it a lot for a, a period of time, and then uh, bad experience stopped playing Tree Line. I think I just that, think... like the mechanic of like having the altars that slow like give you small advantages is so fucking good for like a game like this. But I think that was okay. It was just like the maybe maybe I'm just um kind of jaded because uh it felt like every time you would queue up for it, you played against a three stack, and unless yeah. you had a, a full team, you just got ran the fuck over. Yeah, um, I also think that's like not part like not fault of the mode, right? Like, no, no, I don't think so either. It's just like that is my experience with it, you know. So that's what I that's what I know it as. Mm-hmm. I mean, my final experience was fucking. You, you'd queue up at three in the morning, and then you'd know everyone who's queuing, and you'd queue forty five minutes to get an easy match. Yeah, to just farm yellow, and it's like that was like lame. But like an actual game, I think it was fucking really good. Yeah. I thought it was a really good map. My last experience was, was being kicked off my Challenger Threes team like two weeks before season end. Ooh, that sucks. <laughs> yeah, it was it was really cool how I had played like seventy five percent of the games on that team, and uh, and then the captain is just allowed to kick you off that team. <laughs> oh, that sucks. Fun. I've I've told that story before, but God mm-hmm. did that leave a bad taste in my mouth, and I just stopped playing threes. Yeah, yeah. I do not blame you. Um, so if you want to tell us uh, what would bring you back to League of Legends, if you were to leave, you can hit us up on our Twitter at LeagueCast, send us an uh, email, mail LeagueCastPodcast.com, or come into our Discord and post in our roundtable section. That's discord.gg slash LeagueCast. Nice. Let's well, jump why into- wasn't the question, what are you thankful for this year? Is it because that's not League <laughs> of Legends content? Because we've already, I've already had Thanksgiving. Well, yeah. Oh, true. You're, you're uh, celebrating fake Thanksgiving in maple syrup land. In Maple Story. <laughs> in Maple Story, yeah. <laughs> um, cool. Let's jump into Mail Fight. The first email is from Dippy. Uh, I believe this is from last week, Dippy in, in parts. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they say, I had to stop my climb to... Wait, did we did we do this one already? I think we actually did. We did this one, sorry. Okay. Yeah. Cool. I think so. Thanks, yeah, Dippy. If, if not... 
tell us to be we'll reset it if we fucked time. you <laughs> yeah sorry uh it just sounds very familiar <laughs> um Pard says, Haley Cass, it's Pards. Recently, the lads and I had a discussion of in professional sports, where does the coach matter the least? I wanted to hear your thoughts on it. We are only talking about game day coaching. Uh, the list was uh, NFL is more important than basketball, more important than soccer, more important than baseball, more important than league. How impactful do you think a coach is at the professional level? Uh, if leagues started to allow a six-man type coach that was in the comms and live viewing games, do you think that would improve the professional scene or not? Thanks for your input as always, Pards. Hmm. This is a tough one. Uh, I'm going to answer your last one first. Uh, I think it would take away part of the game for me. Uh, yeah. I think a lot of some like a lot of the the value that i have for a professional player lies within their ability to like just make really really like in the the heat of the moment decisions um and like for for teams as a whole like that it would be a big part for me um whether that be like itemization like actual just play choices uh any anything like map awareness anything like that um, and having a six man just dedicated to like all of those things would be kind yeah. of lame to me. I, I, I agree with you that I would not, I would see that as a, as a bad decision if, if they made that where like you have an in-game person on comms who is like directing or, you know, advocating for builds or is, you know, saying, yeah, exactly. Hey, support, mm-hmm. go here, 80 carry rotate top at seven minutes to be ready for yeah. Harold. Like that, you know, it's, it's the question again of like league is a game where you are processing so much information all the time and that's what makes it difficult is like well i have to process all the information of the things going on in my lane and i need to also think about macro and i also need to think about what's happening outside my lane and if you take a lot of that away then at a certain point it just becomes like whoever has the best mechanics wins because everything else is being piloted by a sixth party mm-hmm. and i i don't really want to see that that being yeah. said like i don't think it would ruin league of legends it no. would just uh like make it less enjoyable for me i guess as a as a person yeah i agree um as for anyway first part of the question i i i can definitely agree that baseball is pretty low on like actual game day coaching meaning next to nothing mm-hmm. yeah um i would yeah I, I would say that their assessment of like soccer and baseball being lower and nfl and basketball being higher i, I don't know soccer but i i don't imagine that the coaching staff on like a, a game day is gonna be doing a whole lot to change the outcome I mean, it's, the, of it's the equivalent of just like lines and stuff like that right like same with yeah. like hockey it's like just like lines which is important just like strategic but it's not like like football is probably definitely yeah it's, it's, it's not a coach's game you, you call mm-hmm. every single play and like the quarterback obviously gets input on that but i think you know 99 percent of the time or for some quarterbacks maybe like 90 it's the you know coach tells you like hey run this play into this play into this play Mm-hmm. Yeah, or, or you just have a, a list of plays and you select from that one as a quarterback based on what you see. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or, it's, or um, they're like, hey, they're, they're, you have three options here. Yeah, but that, that that's not to say that coaches aren't important. So. No, no. But yeah, I'd say this is a, a pretty good assessment. Um, and then especially for game day coaching, 
like you know any individual sport obviously is is gonna have i think very little impact on on game day coaching um like i mean again i I don't think most you know individual sports people have dedicated full-time like strategy coaching day of you know it's it's all like outside Uh, like you know the a golfer they don't have a coach there. You know, they might have a coach that helps them like train yeah. and practice, but like day of, the, the closest thing they're going to have is like the caddy who might be like, "Hey, I think it's a, I think it's a seven iron, not an eight iron kind of shot." Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, thanks, thanks for the email parts. On to the next one from Stove, who says, "Hey, League Cast, it's just a Stove here, and wanted to finally write into you guys after procrastinating for a few weeks." First off, Roundtable. I know it's super obvious, but a legendary faker Rise skin would be well-deserved for the impact he's had on the esports as a whole. Meat of the email, though. I could bring up my thoughts on how if Hourglass was released in current league, it would get the Chemtech treatment of a full rework due to the backlash of the community or how badly the durability patch fucked healing and shielding for the worse for the future of the game. But no, I just want to bring up how amazing NA was for hosting Worlds. Full bias uh, warning of being from NA and being invited to cosplay for the NYC weeks. That was sick. Um, But the crowds and energy that was brought to Worlds this year was so much better than many past Worlds. The crowds cheered and brought up the hype whenever it was needed, no matter who played. Whereas watching Worlds in China or Korea, they would be silent if any team other than their home team was winning. Us NA fans know that we aren't that good, yet we just want to enjoy the best league we can. I'll apologize for wanting Yumi and Lulu permaban for my games, <laughs> but not for the email link. Be safe and be well, Stove. Yeah, his cosplay is sick. He did a uh, Mafia Brom cosplay. Oh, that's crime cool. City oh yeah, Brom, yeah, I sorry. saw that. It was that's sick. That's cool. Um, Faker has a Rise skin, right? Unless they meant yeah. like a like a just a faker skin not like a t1 yeah. faker skin yeah mm-hmm. i see okay yeah I mean, it just like, like faker it's it's tough because you could give you could do so many skins for faker um like you could say yeah. like we want a faker zed or we want faker leblanc or we want like faker rise or you know whatever Nidalee. it might be um yeah nidalee would be legendary nidalee um I, I i think it would be hilarious if they did like the faker rise skin and it had like six variants for like the six iterations of rise that he's played competitively to a high level <laughs> yeah and you pick one and you get to select which rise you want to be yeah you, you get to pick the kid oh this is the loading. season one rise game I get <laughs> um but yeah so into i guess the rest of it if yeah, if zonius was released today people would be like holy shit this item is too good overtuned i agree um the flash effect hmm mm-hmm the flash effect and i keep saying man they're gonna fucking nerf ghost people too many people are taking ghosts yep even though ghost is still a worse fucking summoner soul than flash but they're gonna nerf fucking ghost they're cool i don't so i don't actually think they're gonna nerf either currently but there is a way fucking higher chance that they're gonna nerf ghost even though it's a fucking worse summoner spell than flash and it makes me so fucking angry yeah well i mean like i think they they balance summoner spells around flash plus right yeah they (laughs) do because everyone's taking flash every like Mm -hmm. right like that just makes me mad. They're gonna nerf the worst thing. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. It is. It is weird to have like. Uh, if you if you made this into a champion, it'd be like Atrox is Atrox and Yumi had a hundred percent presence at Worlds, but we're gonna nerf the characters that had like eighty five. You know? <laughs> yeah. Oh, it makes it, me so it, mad, dude. I like Ghost. 
Yeah, Ghost no, is I, fun. I like Ghost too. I like when uh, you kill everyone, uh, and then you're still just running fast for 30 seconds. <laughs> the level mm-hmm. one where you get like that triple kill, and then <laughs> oh, I just God, ghost yeah. all the way back to late. <laughs> well. Yeah, when That's you funny. when you get a really good like series of plays or like a really strong one team fight, yeah, and you just get to run fast for another 20 seconds. It's so so good. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so I guess the last part of your email, the the crowds in NA for Worlds. I mean, they were definitely really good and very hype. I would be careful saying that that is not the case anywhere. Um, <laughs> I mean, there's jokes about it for a reason, right? Like the fucking Busan Library, but <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I. But that was like a cultural thing. I feel like you know. Yeah, no, I, I agree. You, mm-hmm. you, cheer, you cheer for your team, and you don't cheer for other team. Mm-hmm. Um, versus just cheering for game. But I don't yeah, know. It, I do think it's like a it's a it's a meme for a fucking reason. There's merit. Yeah, there. for sure. Mm-hmm. There there is some, but I again, I just would be careful before like doing vast generalizations about like fan bases from regions. Like obviously there are going to be cultural difference, but it's like, I, I, I don't want to make any statement about like every Chinese league of legends fan. Cause that population well, is too big for me to know anything about it. Actually. I think like sweeping generalizations. Yeah. <laughs> I think sweeping generalizations about people you don't know anything about is a good thing. <laughs> true. True. <laughs> we should also come up with special names to put them into categories. Chris. well okay wait a minute that's no far. <laughs> too far too jesus. far jesus cold well, I, uh, I can't thanks, call them though. lpl fans no okay my bad my bad thanks for the email stove thanks the next email is from gare jordans how do you think the new jung- jungle changes will affect ivern they're adding these new jungle pets to help clear speed but ivern doesn't clear since he uses his passive to clear instead will he need buffs to compensate thoughts so the quick is answer is yes, question. he got buffs. Uh, <laughs> um, he was super low end rate, but he was mostly bad because uh, they didn't realize. Because like he, he uses HP to clear camps, and you there's less regen in the jungle from clearing camps now. Mm-hmm. So um, they just made it so his passive cost less, which I think has like buffed his win rate a fair bit since then. Um, he maybe clears a little bit slower than he used to, um, but like the biggest issue is that he just fucking nuked his HP clearing camps. But yeah, they, they fixed that, so that's good. Cool. I also think that, like, there's something to be said about, right, like, he's then now the only jungle who, if he's counter-jungling, clears at the same speed. Um, yeah. Well, which, again, it might be 20%, do... it might be, like, 20% longer. There there may be, like, there may be an increased duration, right? If, 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 not, if you're not clearing like your point, jungle camp. No, I don't think there. I don't. Think I, I don't think there is, but I think there could be if if they were like, ah, oh, fuck, Ivern's counter jungling is too strong. Yeah, if if he if he started doing that and was too strong, they would they would maybe make that change. Counter jungle like, Ivern meta. At the moment, <laughs> yeah, like at, at the moment though, like obviously you can still do like the the classic Ivern route of like mark two camps, run to their opposite buff and smite it, and then come back. Mm-hmm. Um, you know later in the game when other junglers are clearing fast because they have high damage like you can kind of match that with just your mark duration i i I don't see a world though where he'll ever actually be able to abuse that to counter jungle a ton it's cool it's a cool idea that golden Mm -hmm. yeah i mean again like it's one of those like okay well hey now he's like the only one who's not affected by it but he doesn't clear so it doesn't really matter Yeah. yeah um but uh, yeah, thanks for the email, Gare Jordans, and into the next one from Large Dad, who says, "All right, hombres, it's time for yet another joke. 
Let me clarify this time that I did not make the joke. I just heard it and wanted to share it am, with Aiden. Am I this critical, by the way? Like, am I attacking him? <laughs> no. Yes. You know what this reminds me of, Aiden? This reminds me of the fucking quiz guy who you okay, just ran out of existence. I did attack him. <laughs> but I'm not, I'm not attacking large. I, I think the first time I said, oh, I heard that on TikTok. That was my comment. And the second one, I, th- I think I said... I think that's like, that's pretty funny or something like that. Like, how dare you? By the way, say I, those things again. I, I actually just listened to the episode. You were like, at, at your first reaction was like, "Oh yeah, I heard that on TikTok," and then um, Nick was like, "Yeah, this guy's out here recycling jokes." But it's like, how oh, dare it's, you, it's Aiden? It's 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 like ninety percent <laughs> of the jokes that people tell are recycled jokes, and yes. it's fine. There are and, no original jokes anymore. Dad, tell my own joke on the next show. Uh, why the blind man fall fall? Why the blind man fall down the well? Why he couldn't see? He that couldn't well. see that well. Nice, nice. That's original. I've never heard that funny. one before. I've never heard that before. Anyway, huh. we're gonna read Large Dad's joke that he submitted but did not originally create. Here goes Better plagiarism, huh? This guy goes into a bar and says to the bartender, "I'll show you something amazing for a beer." The bartender agrees and gives the guy a beer. And the man pulls out a 10-inch pianist who plays a song beautifully. The bartender applauses, amazed, and then respond, And then the man responds. You think he's good? I have a genie in my other pocket who will grant you any wish you want. So he pulls out the genie, and the bartender says, Okay, genie, I want 100,000 bucks. Next thing you know, his bar is filled with 100,000 ducks. The bartender says angrily, What the hell? I said I wanted 100,000 bucks. The man responds, you think I wanted a 10-inch pianist? Nice. Nice. That's a that's a solid one. That's I feel like it's a 10-inch pepperoni pizzazz. <laughs> now that's I, a good joke. Nice. I, I, I love the idea that there's a genie granting magic wishes, and you stop at 100,000. Like... <laughs> this this bartender yeah 100 like, this is written in fucking 1862 <laughs> yeah, this joke was written when numbers only went up to 100,000 <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like you could you could win that for doing poorly on who wants a millionaire that's funny uh but thank you for the joke large dad um i i appreciate it <laughs> i'm glad you i'm glad someone does yeah i'm just kidding thanks thanks large dad Next email, uh, and the last email, is from Sejuani's baby daddy. Hello, gentlemen, Lee cast. Don't have a whole lot to say except n- long time no email. Since having a baby back in July uh, while still working and starting in gold uh, league, my time was kind of entirely eaten up, so I never got around to sending one in. Tell you what, though, I got Malphite levels of rock solid when I heard who was getting the Victoria skin this year, even though I never ended up making it into plat after I was in my promos for it three times in four days, so no chroma for me. Anywho, I hope you're doing well, and I, for the first time, uh, I apologize for the length and content of this email, so Johnny Baby Daddy. There is something so funny to me of like, oh, the two things that take up a lot of time, having a child and starting in gold. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which one do you think you'd rather rather do? Would you have one kid and three money? <laughs> Would you rather... Have a child or start in gold on an account that has already played 500 games. Start in gold. Okay. I would rather start with true gold MMR. <laughs> but uh, neither option sounds fun. Agreed. 
Hey, awesome. thanks for the email, Sejuani's Baby Daddy. Uh, hey, good luck with your climb next year. Maybe you'll get a, a rank skin and a chroma. Hey, and good luck with your child. Not bad That's luck with something, that. Right? No, you gotta wish him good luck with that. Sorry, yeah. good luck with your baby. Bad good luck, luck ranked. Your your child is gonna grow up to be the greatest League of Legends player ever. Or at least the best good luck for ranked or for his child. <laughs> yeah, I was literally saying that, Hayden. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. Uh, I don't know. Um, cool. Thanks for listening to this episode. Uh, you can send us an email, mail at leadcastpodcast.com. Uh, watch us on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Basket and LeeCastFrost. Tweet at us at LeeCast on Facebook or LeeCast. Visit our website, LeeCastPodcast.com. Join our Discord server, discord.gg forward slash LeeCast, and support us on Patreon. Thank you guys for listening, and we'll see you next week. Next week? Yeah. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. <laughs>